Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan-Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com with another call in the podcast series. Today, I have an extra special treat for you, someone that I've been wanting to get on the podcast for a while, and finally I reached out to him, and he was available. His name is James Roche, and before he says hello, I'm going to read a little bit about him. He's respected around the world as a master business teacher and coach. James knows firsthand the journey of being an entrepreneur, as for several years he struggled to find his niche. But then in 2004, he discovered he had a gift for coaching the products and strategy out of his clients quickly and easily. His top clients have doubled their business income in less than three months, tripled their client base in less than 30 days, and created information products that generate over six figures a year. Since 2009, James has been the head coach for Allie Brown's Elevate program. He has also been the creative strategist for Evolving Wisdom, a $6 million education company. He lives on an island in Miami Beach, Florida with his wife, Melanie, and they have designed their business to be virtual and remote so they can work and live anywhere in the world. And you can get James's free report at www.rochemarketing.com. Welcome, James. Hi, Connie. Thanks so much for having me here. Yes, this is very, very exciting. You were someone that I met in 2008. It was the first time I saw you, and we were both in the elevator at a big seminar in Atlanta. And you were so yes. kind, and I said that I was on your list, <laughs> and I had downloaded one of your reports or something. And you were so kind and so respectful at that time. And I want you to know that that's what I based my whole relationship then with, with you and your business over the next few years, that 30-second meeting in the elevator on that day in 2008 in Atlanta. Can you imagine? I, that's so nice to hear that. You know, I, that's wonderful news. I, I think that actually is telling about how to do the Internet businesses too because, you know, I think more and more these days people are looking for solutions from people they, they really like, you know, like personality. Yes. And I think that's actually a telling story, an example of, uh, I think, where the Internet businesses are, are trending as well. And I, we can talk about that, too, today here. Yeah, I, you know, I believe so. And I, I think that we really want to relate to the people that we connect with. And, you know, now I've followed you. We were briefly in, in the same mastermind. You were uh, kind of at yes. the end of your time with that. And I was at the beginning of my time with that group. And just, you know, all this time I've just found you to be, you know, so knowledgeable, so generous, and so respectful with other people. And then I've seen you at Allie Brown's event that you do with her now. You're you're a full a full yep. partner with her, and that's very exciting to see as well. Um, how did that come about? Well, again, it's relationships. There again, <laughs> I think that's going to be our theme today. <laughs> yes. You know, I I first met Allie when I was just getting started. I didn't even know what I, what I was going to do my business on. I had no niche at the time. And Allie was speaking at a, a networking event in Santa Monica. Um, there were like 35 people in the room. This was back in like 2004 or five, four. And that's my first connection with her. And as I grew, I was in the very earliest stages of my own figuring what I want to be as an entrepreneur. Um, but I, I had to drive, you know, and I kept showing up at these events. I kept meeting her and others. And over time, we just had a nice connection. We've, we were actually in a mastermind together, a private one, not part of anybody's group. Um, 
And then the day came that I, I wanted to speak on Allie's big fall event. And I signed up for her big, you know, expensive coaching program. Um, and, and not so much for the coaching, but really just to, to pay to play. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> you know? as we all learn to do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, so I signed up and she was like, oh, gosh, this is great. Well, what was so interesting, Connie, that happened was um, in that group there were about 15 of us. And we met, I think, three or four times in the year. But what happened at every single meeting was it was Allie and I doing the coaching for everybody. And it was in that same year we did a teleclass together, and it was effortless. I mean, we just were like peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> so that was the year that she decided she wanted to expand her business and didn't want to do all the coaching and training. And who should she hire? Who should she partner with? I'm sitting right there. <laughs> and, and, and that's how it happened. So it really was built on relationships and consistency and, you know, good. I kept delivering. I showed what I can do. And we've now, I think we're entering our fourth year. I keep getting the numbers mixed up. I, I'm pretty sure we've done four. We're we've entering our fourth uh, year together of doing our work together. And it's fantastic. So, again, another testament to the relationship building as a priority. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, the fact that you understood how, you know, many times we pay to attend someone's event or go into a program with them because it brings us one step closer to knowing who yeah. they are, what they present, what information they honestly have, and how we could fit into what they're doing possibly. Yeah, you know, and you said about that us meeting in the elevator I, that is not uncommon for me that if i meet someone and i don't know who or you know care so much as if, like what stature they're at or anything like that mm-hmm. but just to connect and and just be like ready to provide value and support in whatever way possible just kind of be present um that has paid off for me in so many countless ways uh in in long-term relationships because nowadays uh, I have a solid reputation, and I can pick up the phone and make connections to higher and higher level people. And it's just like it's because of a solid base that was there uh, of, of proving myself, of, of providing value whenever I just connect with people, let's say at events or here, you know, anywhere. So I just think as a principle, that has has served me extremely well. Yes, and I even remember you, you know, discussing how you had met uh, Melanie. Your, your now wife, and yes. um, it was kind of a similar thing where you, you really, you get it, James, you really do in terms of how to connect with other human beings. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, I, let me tell that story, Connie, because actually right. there is a marketing lesson in this. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I had, I had originally made a list, it was a 25-point checklist of what I wanted in a woman, and I divided it up into three categories, absolute must-have, would be great to have, nice to have. So the absolute, the top of the list had like six, seven items in it that were 100% had to be, all be there. The next group had to be, you know, 70, 80% of that had to be there. And then the last one, at least half. Well, I go to an event here in Miami Beach, and uh, Melanie is sitting in front of me at this event. It was a Zen Buddhist was speaking. And I saw her, and I'm like, wow, she, she's, she's the, physically the exact type that I like. And anyway, it happened that we had mutual friends, and we connected, and by the first date, by the end of the first date, I was going down my checklist. I'm like, oh, my God, she has every single one of my points 
on my 25-point <laughs> checklist. <laughs> so I knew what I wanted, and when I saw it, it was evident to me. And so I knew that on the second date, I said, I'm going to close the sale here. <laughs> and I, it was a Sunday, and I took her on an all-day date, which started with chocolate truffles when I picked her up, and, and I didn't tell her anything about what we were doing. Um, I took her to the Biltmore Hotel in Coral Gables, Miami, which is, you know, gorgeous Spanish, Beautiful. fancy, yeah. fancy brunch. Um, I, I, as, I, as we stood in front of the crepe maker, I turned to her and I said, this is such a done deal. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I took her to a concert and I played the piano for her. And, you know, just like I knew that, okay, we have to, this is going to be done deal by the end of this day. And sure enough, it, it pretty much was, you know, like I knew she needed a little more time, but I already knew. So I think that that actually does have some parallels to how we do business. And I believe it does. I mean, I knew who my ideal client was. <laughs> I had a 25-point checklist. And when I saw them, it was like I was aggressive. I just went after it, and it paid off. Um, and then what I did, too, was I really wowed her. You know, I, I intentionally found out what she likes and this and that, and I wowed her second date. Um, I think that's also how when we're interacting with clients, you know, even in the lead-generating phase of trying to get a prospect to become a client – it's about wowing them, like full on. <laughs> yes. And I what agree. can you do? You know, you knowing that your ideal client, who they are, what can you do to wow them and have them just go, "Oh my God, I have to work with you." Yes, and I think that's something we all, you know, we have to think of. And um, I know that any information I, I've ever, you know, purchased from you, it, it's so organized, it's so well detailed that. It helps my thinking become more clear. I'm a very linear thinker in the way that you present everything. It works. And then for that part of my mind that's a little more abstract, then I'm able to think of it in that way as well. So let's switch over a little bit to, to information products, if that's all right. Sure. Um, many of my, of my people that are here with us uh, today, or they, they will be live when they're, when they're listening, they're creating information products many for the first time. So what's yes. something that they need to think of that will change the way they're able to think of this forever? There's, there's one answer to this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. <laughs> it's uh, doing the research in advance. Because the, the, where people stumble on their info prompt, I see time and again, is they are creating what they think the market wants, uh, our needs versus what the actual market is asking for. So okay. if there is enough, and I don't mean just online research, I don't mean just keyword research, that's all good as a foundation, but I mean talking to the people. Like really getting in their head about, you know, what's your biggest fears and frustrations about X? And, and how do those fears and frustrations show up in your life? What are your biggest hopes and desires and dreams for X? And if you had that in your life, what would your life look like? And get specific answers to those. Because you want to have a, a clear picture in your mind about what motivates these people and what's their core problem. Because a product typically is going to solve a specific challenge, problem, or fulfill on something that they really want. Okay? So you have to get really clear about what is the ultimate end result that the product delivers and really then the why would this person want that result? What's the 
the deeper reasoning, what's the, what's the ultimate benefit to them? Not just in that one little area, but in their whole life related to that particular problem. I think once you know that, and, and I think the only way to really know that is to talk to people, um, then you're going to be more solid in your, your product creation. Um, one more thing here on this, Connie. Another kind of related mistake people make is they create products what they're passionate about um, versus find the problems out that exist in the marketplace and then go out there and solve those problems with your product. It's a different, totally different kind of uh, <laughs> game when you play it that way. Uh, when you're solving, when you, when you spot and identify challenges, problems that exist in the market, and then you create the solution for that, you're way better off than, you know, I have some idea in my head and I want to do this thing and then I'm going to make a product. You don't know what the, if there is people paying for that or not unless, you know, there's a chance that, it, you know, you get, it, you get it right, but there's an often chance that you don't. <laughs> so Definitely. I always say it's like, you know, marketing, I always relate it to a dance. It's not a soliloquy. <laughs> in other words, you're not up there just talking solo. It's a dialogue between you and the market. And yes, you have your passion, your interest in what you want. That's fine, yes. But it has to be married with and dance with what the market is asking for. Okay. I could just listen to you forever, James. I really couldn't. <laughs> what you say, it makes such great sense, and it just clarifies things in an incredible way. Well, what are some trends? You had said at the beginning you wanted to talk about some trends that you're seeing happening. I, I would love yeah. to hear what, what you think about everything that's going on, because everything is very different than it was just when I started. It's changing so rapidly, and I think for the better. You know, And I mean this in the context of, how Google operates, how the Internet is operating. I mean, the, the big, the big um, steps that we're going through. If you look at it, when, it, when the Internet started, it was Web 1.0. I didn't know nobody called it that. That's, <laughs> let's just say that's what it was. <laughs> and it was information, blanket information out there. And at first, of course, it's like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. But then I started to realize, like, oh, my God, too much information. We want it organized somehow. So really we moved into Web 2.0 which is where we're essentially at now and moving up forward, but it's organized information. Um, it's, it's just easier to search. It's easier to navigate. The, the, because of WordPress, we've got cleaner universal sites. You know, YouTube, you can be a producer. <laughs> you can make your own content. Everything is just becoming more accessible and more um, organized. And where I think things are moving with Web 3.0, which is where we're kind of like our, our foot is in it now, it's we want information, we want it organized, but we want it from specific communities and tribes that we ourselves really relate to. So it's becoming more niched, more micro-communities. And this, I think, is a great thing for us entrepreneurial types because it allows us to really be a personality, to really be ourselves, not to just be some, I do marketing or I do I'm a health coach or a weight loss coach. It's not just that anymore. It's, hey, I'm James Roche. I do, um, you know, I help, I help entrepreneurs grow their business. Uh, I'm a marketing consultant, but I'm James Roche. I have my views. I have a personality. I have a style. And my particular tribe, my audience, my community connects with me. And we have kind of a relationship happening. Um, 
And that might be, it doesn't have to be thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, it might just be a few thousand. And you can build a really nice business from that. So with, again, the tools of the Internet, social media, video, you know, connecting with people this way, it's, it's about you being, you standing out, part of your USP or unique selling proposition is you. <laughs> being authentically you and allowing your personality to come through and providing value. Again, those two together. Once that happens, they really, really want to learn from people that they connect with and they like as a person, not just for the information. Does that make sense, Connie? Do you see what I mean? It does. It makes a lot of sense, and I think that it's very exciting, you know, what we really do have on the horizon after everything that we've gone through as, as pioneers. Yes. Because I, I feel that, you yeah, know, that, it, that we were pioneers here in the beginning. I, I totally agree. That's right. Um, I'm seeing more and more people who have a position or have a viewpoint, and, that, and there are a certain personality style it, the more they actually show that via their website, their blog, their videos, their social media, everything, the more uh, the, the, the more devoted that that list becomes. It's not just about information anymore. It's not just about solving problems, but it's about solving problems with people and communities that you really connect with. So okay. I think that's where we're headed, and I think that's great because as creative people we can be, you know, fully ourselves. Like, for example, Gary uh, Vaynerchuk is a classic example. You know, he's the, the wine blog, mm-hmm. the wine TV. You know, total personality, totally just being him. Um, um, th- that kind of thing is happening more and more now, and that's where the people are becoming part of that kind of, they want to learn from him because it's Gary. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, when you talk, it, it takes us a moment to, to really um, think about this and, uh, <laughs> and infuse that into our in our new way of thinking. But I, I love your, your uh, views on all of this. Um, you know, from the very beginning, James, when I, you know, I, I mean, it seems like almost yesterday because I haven't been online that many years. Um, when I first went to your site and downloaded a free giveaway, as we all have, I was struck by the professional quality of the presentation and the information and the follow-up. And since that time, you know, I have opted in, I guess, you know, a thousand times to other people's uh, lists to find out what what they're doing. And I'm now struck many times by the lack of all of those things. And, you know, can you say a little bit just kind of to stress the importance of, of doing our very best when we present anything out there. Absolutely. And that, I think, is going to become foundational, too, that because there's more entrepreneurs and solo professionals out there getting online, similar to what I'm saying about you be authentically, be a personality, be somebody that's interesting, be yourself. And simultaneously, you have to provide value and do it professionally. It has to look sharp. Um, I think the days of the, uh, you know, slap website, make it ugly, a la Dan Kennedy, <laughs> I don't think those, that, that might appeal to a certain segment of the population. Okay, that might be there. That's fine. But in to quality, 
parents. I mean, just to have to be married either. Um, it, it, it's the difference between, let's say, you know, and, and you hold a uh, camera and, and you're kind of like, yeah, it's moving. Okay, that's fine. You put it up. You, you sit in front of a window and the lighting is really nice. It's just a slight little 15 degree tweak in presentation, but it does now make a difference. Um, recently, I, I, I like to consume a lot of different blogs and media out there. And uh, one person I found recently, she does a travel blog, and her name is Sonia Gill, just Sonia G I L, Sonia Gill. And she actually lives here in Miami. I've not met her, but. Um, I'm always struck by the, the simplicity and the quality of her videos. They just look good. And uh, I happen to have the same camera as her. It's a Canon 5D, so it's a pretty fancy, fancy camera. And I'm like, why haven't I used this camera for my videos? Well, I just started doing that. So it just adds another, yeah, it has a sharpness to it. And I like Sonia, too, because her videos are like under three minutes. They're about travel. And they're good. They're just short, tight. She's a personality. She's interesting. And, and, and so I kind of am like looking at models beyond the business world now and saying, well, who out there is, is doing things that, are, that look nice and that are interesting, and how can I take what I see and then just simply translate it into my business and, and, and model that stuff? Does that make sense? It, it does, and you know I love you know, how one person can uh, inspire you in that way and really – uh, go beyond what they're even trying to do to make you really think back to reflect on your business and what and what you're doing. That's very powerful. I think this is one of the things too is that we can see examples out there now because people are producers, not just consumers. Meaning, you know, YouTube's, Facebook, and all that. You're a consumer and producer simultaneously. That's like the first time ever that producing became so become, has become so easy to do and accessible for everybody. You know, you get iMovies or you get uh, SoundForge and you edit your movies or your audio. Okay, you got to learn a little bit techie how to do it, but it's not hard to do. <laughs> you know, you go search on YouTube. There's videos to show you how to do it. Um, but that we can then look at what others are doing and totally get inspired by, oh, I want to do something cool like this and that. You know what I mean? It's like we have the whole world there. It's not just our industry anymore that we could look towards. Yes, yes, and that's very exciting and the fact that information is not, you know, held held closely to the vest in the way that it was in the past that now we have access to everything. That's exactly right. And and this is to all of this is to our favor in our business because again it helps us uh become a person uh, become an authentically ourselves and we use the technology, the tools that are there. To, to reach out to and build relation with our community, um, it just becomes this wonderful kind of kind of thing, you know, community. So then it comes to the point when you, if you're providing great content consistently through your your newsletter, your blog, your videos, your connections on Facebook, and all this, when you do launch something and you do have a product or you promote it, you know, one in every four communication points is a promotion. Let's say. The other three are, are content or engagement of some sort. When you're doing that, that promotion becomes that much easier and people start buying because they already know you. They, they feel connected to you. It's like, oh, this is James or this is Connie, and I like them. I, they, they do great stuff. And what's this they're selling versus sell, 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 promote, 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 um, push, push, push. Those days, I think, too, are passing. 
<laughs> yes, yes, um, and yeah, and it looks funny now when we even see that from someone. Yeah, again, there is always going to be a segment of the population that will respond to that. That's fine, but that is shrinking. There, there, there's more available to the different types of styles, personalities, uh, uh, values, world values out there. And so, the, let's say, for example, let's take the female consumer. Okay, back in the day, Connie, when we were starting, it was like you know you study with Dan Kennedy. Armin Morin, and that, that was great. You know, that there, there was something there. But for a lot of women, they don't really connect with that style. It's kind of a guy's style. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. So Very masculine energy, yeah. That's right. And then you have people like Allie Brown come up and who find great success because she's speaking in the language and the style of, of women and a, and a specific type of woman. So... I think that that's what I mean also by kind of Web 3.0 and this niching uh, communities, getting things from a community, not just for the sake of the information. Allie is a great example of this where she's niched in on the female entrepreneur and by her own life, you know, and how she, what she posts on Facebook and her vacations and her having her margarita in the evening or something, <laughs> you know, like her adventurous life, people want that lifestyle and that dream as well as what she's teaching. Do you see what I mean? Yes, yes, it becomes it becomes about lifestyle and I guess that's how I talk about what I do that I I'm, I'm really sharing my lifestyle with people that are interested in that. Yeah, so we are, we are becoming more storytellers more mm -hmm. than just marketers. And we're telling our story and we're living our story and we're just sharing it. Um you know, like I I saw this so clearly when I this was a year ago, of course, when I got married three years ago, and uh, just sharing, you know, the process of us looking for the wedding cake vendor, getting her dress and all this, and people ate it, and I, just, I was like, ah, they are connecting because I'm sharing, and I'm being funny, I'm being, I'm being myself, and, and I'm not holding back in this way. Oh, I always get those those emails get the best response versus okay, I'm going to promote something for a friend of mine, and it's just kind of a hey, go attend this teleseminar. Those those don't have the oomph anymore. But when I craft that email to say hey, I know this person, we've done work together, and hey, let me tell you a story about how I know this person and what I learned from them. And by the way, they're doing a teleclass. Go check it out. That gets a much better response. The information. So I'm more and more convinced that it's it's authenticity, it's personality plus information that's going to become more important in the future. Yes. Well, James, you had me at chocolate cake and frosting in those emails. I can still remember it, and I'm actually salivating thinking about what you wrote there. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to thank you so much today for spending time with us. This is This is so wonderful for for everybody that, that's able to hear you. So are there any last last words you want to share? <laughs> I think, thank you, by the way, Connie, for inviting me here. I think just, you know, allowing your personality to come through more than you might realize. Now, you still keep private things private, okay? That's fine. Don't share private, but you can be personal. You can be personable um, and allow yourself to, to shine out there, be authentically you. You'd be surprised at the response that people will give you. Um, I think that's the main thing. Okay. All and of right. course, people can come and visit my site <laughs> at rochemarketing.com 
to learn more about me, and I do have a really good, powerful, special report there that people can have for free. Yes, yes, and I just, again, want to, th want to thank you. This is a fantastic way to be able to share information with people through a podcast, and thanks again for coming, James. Thank you, Connie. It's always a pleasure. All right, this is Connie Reagan-Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Be sure to visit the site so you can hear all of the calls in the podcast series.